You're listening to Comedy Central. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. September 3rd, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. tonight was the star of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and now he plays Raekwon in Hulu's new Wu-Tang series. Shameek Moore is joining us, everybody! <laughs> Very fun to have you on the show. Also on tonight's show, Popeyes is running out of chicken, God has abandoned the Pope, and Hurricane Dorian braces for President Trump. So let's catch up on today's headlines. Let's begin with news out of the Vatican, where the Pope almost didn't show up for his weekly address, but it turns out he had a good excuse. A rescue at the Vatican after Pope Francis gets stuck in an elevator for 25 minutes, the incident causing the Pope to arrive late for his weekly address in St. Peter's Square on Sunday. He told the crowd there was an electrical problem at the Vatican that trapped him in the elevator. The Pope then asked for a round of applause for the firefighters who were kind enough to rescue him. Yeah, that's right. The Pope was trapped in an elevator and the firefighters had to come and rescue him. And it's a good thing I wasn't one of those firefighters because I would have been childish. I would have opened the doors like, where's your God now? (laughs) It's actually weird because like, you don't actually think about the Pope using elevators, you know? It's like a normal thing to do. I I almost imagine if like, does he have elevator jokes? He would have fun ones, right? Like he just gets in, he's like, can you hit heaven please? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, eight, I'm going to eight. So yeah, the Pope got stuck in an elevator. And don't worry about him, he was fine. Uh, It turns out he uses that hat to store snacks. In other international news, the pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong are now entering week 14. And because China is not backing down, the protests are only getting more intense. 
Pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong turn violent as police and demonstrators clash in the streets. Police arrested protesters who disrupted the subway system by blocking train doors and hundreds of students at the Chinese University of Hong Kong held a rally to demand political reform. Saturday was more violent, with protesters assaulting government headquarters. They threw bricks and firebombs. Police fired back with tear gas and water cannons tinted with blue dye to ID people. God damn, China does not mess around. Because, I mean, it's one thing to arrest people at a protest. It's another thing to mock them with blue dye so you can arrest them later. Like, that's really bad news for the protesters. And if you're in the touring company of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, wait, I'm not a protester. I'm in the Blue Man Group. They're like, that's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> But you know what? Kudos to these protesters, man. They are not giving up. They believe in what they believe in. And they're even responding to repression by getting creative, right, with science. Like, look at this. They're disrupting CCTV cameras with lasers. They're disarming tear gas with water canisters. They put the tear gas into the can, and look, this is like, shakes it up. And then when the guy opens it up, there's no more tear gas. Look at, look at this, look at this. It comes out, and it's like, tear gas, gone. It's like a magic trick. Yeah, this is why you should pay attention in chemistry class, people. <laughs> yeah, especially Americans, because Occupy Wall Street couldn't even get their volcano to smoke. <laughs> and finally, as America continues to struggle with escalating gun violence, it doesn't seem like lawmakers are going to reach a solution anytime soon. But there's one man in St. Louis who's come up with a completely new idea for dealing with gun violence. Just don't give a shit. A man with nerves of steel kept his cool while coming face to face with suspects in an armed robbery. Watches everybody in this St. Louis bar, gets on the floor when the robbers come in, except the one man taking a chug of his drink. But he's not done. He then goes on to light a cigarette while one of the suspects waves a gun near his face. On top of the man's calm demeanor, he also refused the suspect's demands, kept his cell phone and cash while everybody else in the bar got robbed. Wow. <laughs> wow. That dude just opted out of a robbery. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> he was just like, no, unsubscribe. I don't want to be a part of this. Unsubscribe. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. That's an authentic bar right there. This is not one of those hipster bars where people go to look cool. No, this is a bar where men go to drink and wait for death. <laughs> and you might be thinking, those robbers had guns. Why didn't they just do something? Why didn't they take his... I'll tell you why. Because the guy lit a cigarette. <laughs> When you have a gun in someone's face and their response is to light a cigarette, you're screwed. <laughs> That's like the scariest shit somebody can do. You like freeze and the person's like, <laughs> you pointing that shit at me? <laughs> it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like someone's gonna chop off my balls. That's what's about to happen, right? <laughs> Seriously, you know he doesn't care because smoking is illegal indoors. And what was on that phone? I bet you there's a phone number or something. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa my wife doesn't need to see this. Ah. <laughs> Give me back my phone. All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. It's officially the first week of September, which means kids are going back to school, the football season is about to begin, and wearing white is no longer okay in America. Yes, people take that shit seriously out here. Even the Klan is putting on their pumpkin spice hoods. <laughs> like, you can't be a master race until you master fashion. Ain't that right, boys? Woo! <laughs> but unfortunately, September also means hurricane season is in full swing. 
Tonight, bracing for Hurricane Dorian, the devastating images already coming in. Homes wiped away, gusts reaching more than 220 miles an hour. Water is seen lapping the windows of this home. The homeowner says the water reached his kitchen windows 20 feet off the ground. This woman nervously watched as floodwaters reached the second story of her home. Swim! Our team witnessed people practically swept away. The punishing conditions were amplified when the storm stalled directly over Grand Bahama, crawling across the island at just one mile per hour. That's right. The Bahamas has just been hit with one of the worst hurricanes ever recorded. And with it being reported that 13,000 homes may have been destroyed, this island nation is going to need as much help as they can get. So please, donate if you can. Everybody's going to need it. And you know, whenever I see this, I always ask myself, I go, like, why do hurricanes always destroy the most beautiful places on Earth? Like, I wish hurricanes hit places we actually wanted to rebuild, you know? Like, why doesn't a hurricane hit LaGuardia Airport? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Then we could start over from scratch and fix that shithole. <laughs> yeah, well, the chances are the hurricane will be like, LaGuardia, f- that, no. <laughs> they don't even have a place to charge your phone. I'm not going there. <laughs> so Hurricane Dorian has slammed into the Bahamas, and now it is headed towards the U.S. The good news is... President Trump has a lot of experience handling hurricanes of this magnitude. The bad news is, he doesn't remember any of his experience. The president appeared baffled by the storm's intensity. I'm not sure that I've ever even heard of the Category 5. I knew it existed. Even though there have been four Category 5 hurricanes since he's been in office. It's not the first time he's claimed surprise about the common term. Category 5. Never heard about Category 5s before. Category 5 is big stuff. Category 5. Nobody's ever heard of a 5 hitting land. It actually touched down as a Category 5. People have never seen anything like that. I never even knew a Category 5 existed. Okay, this... This is just weird, man. Every time a Category 5 storm comes, Trump acts like it's never happened before. It must be so strange working for Donald Trump. Can you imagine what it's like? People just coming in. Mr. President... The hurricane is a Category 5. Wow, Category 5. That's never happened before. No, sir, they happen all the time. What does the Category 5? Wow, that's never happened before. And I don't know if Trump was having a slow weekend or if the barometric pressure from the storm did something to his brain, because not only did he forget how big the storm was, but he forgot where it was going. The president also misstated the storm's possible trajectory. Alabama could even be in for at least some very strong winds and something more than that it could be. So for Alabama, just please be careful also. Not long after that, the National Weather Service corrected the president, saying Alabama will not see any impacts from Dorian. Yeah. Trump had to be corrected by the National Weather Service. And I know we're used to it by now, but it still amazes me how often the government has to tell you not to pay attention to the president. (laughs) Yeah, Trump is like your friend who you're driving home from a wisdom tooth surgery. He's all drugged up, yelling crazy shit out the window, like, there's a dragon in the next car! (laughs) It's like, no, Donald, that's just a hipster with a vape. Calm down. (laughs) And I I feel bad for anyone in Alabama. Because can you imagine if people in Alabama heard Trump and they took it seriously? People were probably saying things that they wouldn't normally say because they think a hurricane is coming for them. You can't take that shit back. 
Huh? There's probably one family who was loading up the car. Like, quick kids, get the Xbox, let's go. It's like, what about grandma? Grandma doesn't play Fortnite. Get her out of here. <laughs> She's dead weight. What? No hurricane? All right, grandma, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so wherever it's headed, this hurricane is serious business. But unfortunately, serious business is not Donald Trump's specialty. While Hurricane Dorian was hitting the Bahamas, President Trump was hitting the links. On Monday, the president played golf at his Trump National Golf Club in Virginia. Aides say he did receive hourly briefings on the storm. We should remind you, President Trump had canceled a diplomatic trip to Poland sent to mark the 80th anniversary of the beginning of World War II in order, his aide said, to better monitor the storm. Yep. <laughs> Many people were outraged when they found out the president went golfing as a hurricane barreled down on the east coast of the United States. But in Trump's defense, golf is a great way to monitor a hurricane. Yeah, you're just like, no, oh, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. Is it? You're just like, let me see. Oh, that went way off. Yeah, that's the hurricane. That's not me. The hurricane's close. So when it comes to hurricanes, President Trump doesn't remember the category. He doesn't know where they're going, and he's not even really paying attention. Luckily, he does have a way to stop them. As Dorian churns, so are ideas about how to stop hurricanes in their tracks. Why? This report and axis that President Trump suggested on multiple occasions that national security officials explore disrupting the storms by dropping a nuke right into the middle of them. Now, during a recent White House briefing, Axios quotes the president saying, I got it, I got it, why don't we nuke them? They start forming off the coast of Africa as they're moving across the Atlantic. We drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? Well, the briefer reportedly replied, we'll look into it. Something tells me Trump hears the phrase, we'll look into it about 50 times a day. He just says random shit like, what if Oreos had the cream on the outside and the cookie on the inside? Uh, we'll look into it, sir. <laughs> now, as president, you should know that nuking a hurricane is a terrible idea, all right? Not only will it not stop the hurricane, but now you have nuclear fallout being spread by 200 mile an hour winds. The stuff's gonna go everywhere. It's like taking a dump into an open Vitamix. It's not a good idea. <laughs> Not to mention the effects on the ocean. You've got nuclear waste going on. I mean, Osama Bin Laden's in the ocean. You drop a nuke, next thing you know, you're dealing with Godzilla Bin Laden. You don't know what that shit will do. <laughs> so look, I know people get mad when they see Trump playing golf as a hurricane is closing in, but after everything we've heard, I think the less involved Trump is with this hurricane, the better it is. Think about it, he doesn't know how big it is, he doesn't know where it's going, and he's got some batshit ideas for stopping it. So I say, let the man play his golf. <laughs> because if we don't, there's a good chance Trump ends up nuking Alabama. We'll be right back. There are a lot of issues on voters' minds right now. Six big ones could help decide the election. Guns, reproductive rights, immigration, the economy, health care, and the wars overseas. On the Consider This podcast from NPR, we will unpack the debates on these issues and what's at stake. You can listen to NPR's Consider This wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Daily Show. It's time for us to catch up on all the biggest stories that we missed over the past two weeks. And to help us do that, we're joined by the one and only Roy Wood Jr., everybody. Hello. 
there are so many major stories going on right now. Yeah, there's yeah. Brexit that's in chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Taliban negotiations. Yeah. Uh, there are fires in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, 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 Trevor, all of that other shit's happening. But the only story that matters right now is the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Popeye's, out the blue, introduced a chicken sandwich, a surprise attack on Chick-fil-A. It's like Pearl Harbor, but juicier. Wait, 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 wait. So your big story is that a chicken place mm-hmm. started selling chicken? But with bread, Trevor. <laughs> bread. See, I keep forgetting you're not from America. I gotta explain this to you. <laughs> See, Trevor, for decades, America's chicken restaurants have all abided by certain rules. Chick-fil-A sells chicken in a sandwich. Popeye sells chicken in a box. And KFC mixes their shit with Cheetos. <laughs> and yes, that is a real sandwich, which is why you shouldn't let the colonel smoke weed. Okay. Okay, I get it. Popeye's has a chicken sandwich. Let's turn to the, the Amazon rainforest. No, you... Trevor, it's not just any sandwich. The Popeye's sandwich was so delicious, not even Popeye's was prepared for it. If you were hoping to sink your teeth into that hot new chicken sandwich from Popeye's, you are out of luck. The crispy chicken sandwich was so popular, it's now out of stock. There is a craze, full-on craze. Lines have been so long, police had to be called to deal with the traffic crunch. And some people in Florida have been waiting in line over an hour. The burning question is, have you really run out? When will they be back? When can we get our hands on a new new batch of them? See? That's how big this chicken sandwich is. This chicken sandwich is so big, CNN put the chicken full screen and put the hurricane down in the corner. That's right. Put that hurricane out the way. People looking at the hurricane, I mean, man, man, forget that hurricane. When that sandwich hit my city? And if Popeye's, if, and if Popeye's thinks that they can launch the most delicious chicken sandwich ever and then just run out of stock, Well, then they have another thing coming. That viral chicken sandwich war has gotten so crazy, a Tennessee man is suing Popeyes for selling out of its new chicken sandwich. Craig Barr says he went to several Popeyes locations and none of them had his chicken sandwich. He's now suing Popeyes for $5,000 for false advertising and deceptive business practices. Mm, mm, mm. That's right. America needs more heroes like this man. Fighting the legal battle of our time is a modern-day Atticus Fitch. The movie about him will be called To Fry a Mockingbird. <laughs> and if you, think, if you think suing Popeyes is extreme, wait until you see how some people are taking the law into their own hands. The chicken sandwich war is turning violent. This morning, police are looking for a man who they say pulled a gun on a group of Popeye's employees here in southeast Houston after the restaurant ran out of the popular chicken sandwiches. When the manager told them they were sold out, that's when they say he pulled out a pistol demanding a chicken sandwich. After the manager repeated they were out, police say the group took off in a blue SUV. Fortunately, no one was hurt. Uh, 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 actually, actually, news lady, someone was hurt. That poor man who asked for a chicken sandwich and didn't get jacked. He was hurt. Whoa, whoa, you're defending the guy with the gun? Yes, Trevor, the good guy with the gun. Right, this is the craziest thing ever. How How do you even run out of a chicken sandwich? It's a chicken place. They have all the ingredients, right? Can't the manager just throw, like, a drumstick between some biscuits? That's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard you say. Look, 
we don't we don't have to agree with this methods. But there's an African proverb, Trevor. You can't make a chicken sandwich without breaking a few eggs. That's not African. That's not a thing. People are angry. So they're rising up. This is about fighting for equal sandwich access for all of us. Because you know who had zero problem getting Popeye's chicken sandwich? The elite, Trevor. This entire time, the 1% has been getting their pristine, uncallous hands on sandwiches that belong in the mouths of the working class. Look at your friend, Gail King. She got a sandwich, then posted a picture, just giggling. Just giggling. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel got a sandwich. You love Jimmy Kimmel. Met him a couple times. But did Jimmy Kimmel eat the sandwich? No. He gave it to his two-year-old son. Two-year-olds don't even have taste buds yet. <laughs> that child's whole life has been milk and applesauce. You don't hit a two-year-old with the Popeyes, baby. That child's mouth ain't ready for the Popeyes. <laughs> but at least Jimmy and Gail had the decency to find the sandwich. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union got theirs in the mail. Popeyes sent them a case of chicken. That's how they live, Trevor. (laughs) And they even had the audacity to post videos chewing in our goddamn faces. Tired of it. Tired of the top 1% having 99% of the sandwiches. We need a candidate who will fight for everyone to have a sandwich. We need a sandwich Bernie Sanders, a Bernie sandwich. And that, Trevor, is why I'm announcing my candidacy for the President of the United States of America. When I'm elected, when I'm elected, I might not fix schools. I don't know anything about healthcare. But I can promise all Americans that you will get a chicken sandwich. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And God bless chicken sandwiches. I will see you at the debates. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is an actor, a singer, and a dancer who plays Raekwon in the Hulu original series, Wu-Tang, An American Saga. Please welcome Shamik Moore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. So good to have you. Super and, uh, excited to be it, here. It feels like you are relentless, man. Your, 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 your rise is just your rise. Just you're going all the way from, from dope to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Congratulations Thank on the you. film winning the Oscar. I mean, that Thank was you. amazing. Thank you. <laughs> that was phenomenal to go from that to now being in the Wu-Tang movie. I mean, like, that's, that's a, it's a different world. It's a different vibe. It feels like all of your roles are different. Why did you say yes to this one? Um, I worked on another project with RZA, who's the creator of Wu-Tang. Right. Um, we did a movie called Cutthroat City in New Orleans, and I showed him a color that he didn't see me show before. And he was like, yo, I think you could play Raekwon in, in my, in, you know, in Wu-Tang coming up. It's actually a series on Hulu. It's my first project on Hulu. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about the opportunity. And 
he told me he feels like I'm going to win an award for that performance. So it, it, it's it's a it's a it's an interesting story because a lot of people may know a little bit about Wu Tang. What makes Wu Tang so important to the story of hip hop in America? I think um, what makes them iconic and and why they still have the impact that they have, why they can do what they're doing, is simply because they're they're a group of quote unquote felons that called themselves Wu Tang in the 90s, that's, a, that's like, an, that's Asian culture. And they, they, they involved karate and the sounds and they, they were from the opposite, they were enemies. Right. A lot of them yeah. were enemies. And the story is them, one person taking one side and one side and bringing us together and made something iconic, you know? It's like separately they were strong, but together they were iconic. For instance, black on black violence today. You know what I'm saying? But what if we all let's came, what if there was a RZA in a larger form that brought everybody together? You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, these people over here, oh, woo, 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 yeah, I'm this. And these people like, oh, woo, 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 I'm this. And somebody that brought these guys together and we were like this and, and we, you know, and held it make, down. Just make a giant Wu-Tang a giant of America. Wu-Tang of America. <laughs> yeah. Wu-Tang of dope. America. Just have, have like a few million members, which is like 10 less than the original Wu-Tang. Just have like Let's... everybody on stage at the same time. You know? Like your story actually starts in the world of hip hop. Yeah. You, you were a dancer, like a, well, you still are. Yeah, yeah, I was, that's but like, I am. <laughs> like an amazing dancer. Like yes, you thank you challenge grown men and beat them and you were like 10, 12. I was 12. I was, I'm 24 now. So imagine a 12-year-old boy beating me in a dance battle in a club at 12 years, you know. How were you in the club? My mother and father <laughs> took me. I, I, I asked permission. I heard about it through... Um, my introduction was You Got Served. So for me, Omarion was the reason I am an entertainer. And beyond that, it was like Chris Brown, I saw him live perform and it made me start wanting to make music. And then Michael Jackson was like, I was like, oh, I see where everybody else got it. You know right. what I mean? So, so you, you, you were amazing in the world of dance. Then you get into music, right? right? Then you get into acting. And now you're gonna be releasing a mixtape. Yes, at the, not this month, probably next month, um, I'm finishing up some things. I've been investing like everything from the acting into the music. I'm not with a label, so I've really just been taking this putting it here because I've always wanted to do music. I always wanted to like make videos and like kind of reach that level there. And actually I was fighting the acting side when I was younger. You know, all odds were against me and uh, yeah, it, it just propelled my career to where I am. In many ways, it sounds like the Wu-Tang story to me. It starts in a place where people don't expect it to. It blows up and the next thing you know, you're making the culture. <laughs> Man, you just touched me. <laughs> My dude, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> Wu Tang, an American saga with David September 4th on Hulu. Shameek Moore, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. 
Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 